Hallelujah. We just want to uh, uh, indicate that today we are privileged to come and share the word with you uh, as assigned by the bishop. And we appreciate Mama for, his, uh, for her support and for her encouragement uh, as they help us and build us up. Hallelujah. Let's give Mama Bishop a, a hand of applause with her. We are continuing uh, from what Bishop uh, started last week. He promised that uh, whoever comes in the service, the 9 o'clock service, will continue from what he had left off. And the theme is, everyone can succeed. Are you asleep? I know it's cold, ne? but please help me preach this uh, and teach this sermon. Hallelujah. Everyone can succeed. Just turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Everyone can succeed. You can succeed. I can succeed. Hallelujah. We just want to recap a bit and then build from uh, what, where Bishop left. Hallelujah. So we are looking at Genesis chapter 4 verses uh, 7, the, 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 the A part of it. Um, Genesis chapter 4 verse 7 where it says, if, if you do what is right, Will you not be accepted? That's the question. If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? This is the question that God asked Cain. This is after Cain has offered a substandard uh, offering, has made a substandard sacrifice. He, God turns and look at him because he was sad, but not only sad, he was jealous, but not only jealous, he was bitter, bitter towards his brother. And God says to him, if you do what is right, will you not succeed? If you do what is right, will you, will, will you not be acceptable before me? So he's warning him, but also he's encouraging him. He is actually uh, coaching him to do what is right. Hallelujah. Amen. So everybody can succeed, but you need to get success the right way. You need to get the success the right way by doing things God's way. By doing things God's way. Bazalani, there is a way in which you can do things and, and think you are succeeding, but only to find that before God, you have failed. Before God, you have failed. Let's look at it in the uh, uh, New English Translation. It says, is it not true that if you do what is right, you will be fine. Is it not true? And Bazalani, we know the things that we need to do that are right. We know that how fit is envelope brown, you know. Your conscience tells you that it is not right. How sharp are the shortcut? You know, your conscience tells you. And therefore, God asked that question, will you not be fine if you do the right thing? Hallelujah. So, we need to therefore do that which is right. The CJB says, if you are doing what is good, shouldn't you hold your, high, your head high? It is very interesting that when you have done the right thing, you can hold your head high. Guru, you can even dare them and say, challenge. Yeah? Challenge me and ask me. I dare you to challenge me and ask me how I got my riches. Guru, Eh? How how dumpy. You just turn. Why? Because you know that you have done the right thing, Mazalan. 
So we measure success by God's standard, which is, uh, which is success in doing what God has assigned us. We don't measure our success by other people. And I want to speak to the young people in this, in this, in this place that we have made celebrity uh, status a success. Go and ask the celebrities that what happens after their music career goes down? What happens after their, their, their acting career gets interrupted? They are like me and you, they struggle. Their cash flow comes to an end. And yet, now we behave like them. We want to be like them. Celebrity status does not mean success. Not in a true sense. It is temporary success. You need to, you need to work hard to maintain it. Hallelujah, Bazalan. So sometimes when God gives us assignments, he gives us assignments that what he requires from us only is availability and faithfulness. That he does not want us to be a, 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 a perfect. No, all what he wants is that you avail yourself and become faithful to that calling. Because that, that calling might not be a glamorous one. That calling might not be the one that is in the public eye. That calling might be behind the scenes. That calling might be that of assistance. We need to be able to be faithful. Because when we are faithful to that, God says, well done. Thy good and and faithful servant. He says, well done. Thy good and faithful. So good and faithful is is, is the matter that God gives us. Hallelujah. So when we become faithful to what God uh, has called us to do, we avoid the traps that Bishop was talking about last week. That here are the traps that Cain faced. Cain faced to understand that uh, God gives us different capacities. He gives us different capacities. That's why when Jethro gives an advice to Moses, he says to Moses, make others to be heard over a thousand. Others uh, heard over fifty hundreds. Others heard over fifties. You might think that when you are in charge of fifty and someone is in charge of a thousand that you, uh, 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 you are a failure. You are not a failure. I am a reminded by a pastor who his church was a small church, you know, and he went and complained to God. And God says to him, look around the city and count the number of pastors who are running big churches. Where did they start? And when he reflected, he realized that they all started in his church. They all started in his church. And yet he's running a number of 50. So God says, keep on, be faithful. Be faithful. We avoid the trap of being irritated when we see the grace of success uh, that rests on, on our brothers. You know, when, when we become irritated by other people's success, note, it's a cane trap. And Bazalan, we have to be honest. All of us, including myself, we fall to that trap. Who you know what? I could have done better. Yeah. Look at her. He's a billionaire, the kind of suits that he wears. Yeah. Very interesting. I was listening to a clip. Look who this person are. Are no look, this guy's bad pies. Even when they have billions, you know, they can they can't and have good wine and, and good beers. That is a that is a nonsensical standard. 
That person doesn't understand. He's jealous. He's irritated by other people's success. So, Barcelona, let us learn to celebrate when others succeed. Hallelujah. The other trap is a trap of bitterness. The other trap is a trap of jealousy. The other trap is a trap of depression. As a result of indifference and the cause of justifying failure. One of the challenges about the white question, Bazalani, is that the white question brings depression. So we should avoid asking the white question. We should avoid, we should rather go for the how question. How can I succeed? How can I be like him? How can I do what God wants me to do? Because many times when we ask questions of why, why am I going through challenges? Sometimes you will not find an answer until 10, 15 years later. When you look back, you realize that God made me to go through that because he was preparing me. Hallelujah. The trap of isolation of oneself and giving up. Bazalani, we, we, how many of us have given up our dreams, given up our, 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 our desires, given up our passions? Yes, sometimes our passions do not put food on the table. Sometimes it is not that which brings in billions. But we should be able, Bazalani, to look at how fulfilled are we in our hearts. How fulfilled are we in our hearts? Because some of the people, when you go to their big houses, they whole. Yeah? When you get in there, it is cold. It's like you are in a, in a hotel. When you are in the hotel, low bigger winter. It is cold. It's thin. Sparkly clean, but it's so cold. But yet, when you get into a house, there's warmth. When you get to a four-room house, there is warmth, there's excitement. So we need to look at the measure that we're using. Hallelujah. So simply put, Bazalem, we, we, we are the ones who determine whether we succeed or we don't. It is us. It's a hard question. Why? Because we will not you. We like blaming. Replame maburu. Has a blame maburu. Replame the neighbor. Has a blame the neighbor. Replame the nyoko. Has a blame the nyoko. Replame the sweeney. God is a blame game. But you know what, Bazalem? Go in front of the mirror and look at the person and ask you the person yeah? why are you keep on, keep on blaming others why don't you reflect one of the powerful things that we need to learn Bazalani, is to learn to reflect self reflection Bazalani, will help us to move forward hallelujah so therefore achieving success by committing we need to achieve success by committing to a journey of personal growth personal growth is what is important Bazalani. That we need to grow where, from, from wherever we are, from wherever standard we are. Eh? Other people, when you listen to the TV, the economy of eh, 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 Mozambique is growing. Now, but when you look at it, it's growing from a, 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 a lower base. But even that lower base, when you grow, there's, there's a difference, Mazalani. There's a difference. So there has to be a difference in in our lives. Are you with me, Bazalan? So there are things that we need to settle in our hearts. Settle it in our hearts, in our spirits, and in our minds. One of those is that God has already stated and declared that he wants us to succeed. He has already that. So let it be settled in your heart. Do not ungabaz. You know, I know that sometimes it happens that you, you doubt, but let it be. Or do you feel, do not go by feelings. Go by faith. 
Let it be settled in your heart that God wants me to succeed. That's why he's asking Cain, he says, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? The famous uh, uh, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. The plans note to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Another version says, uh, plans to give you hope and an expected end. You see, an expected end is that it is an end that God has expect, expecting. So when he says, I know the plans for, that I have for you, the plans to prosper you, that you may have an expected end. That's what he has for you. Secondly, that we need to note and settle in our hearts that God has already made a provision for us to succeed. He has made a provision for us to succeed. That's why it's called provision. All right? That's why it's called provision. God is providing for you. That vision that he gives you, he is providing for you. That's why in John 15 verse 16 says, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, uh, appointed uh, that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain. Whatever you ask my father in my name, he will, whatever, that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. Amen. Note, it says that I did, you didn't choose me, I chose you. That note, you should bear fruit. Not only just temporary food, bear fruit that remains. That your success is not a temporary success. Your success becomes a permanent success. That one that remains. Are you with me, Bazalan? That's what God has provision for you to have. Success that is not temporary. Success that is permanent. That yes, that 15 years from now, that 30 years from now, when you look back, you are able to then say, you know what, God has led me to that job and even today I am glad that he had made me to start where I started. Hallelujah. My favorite, my favorite verse, for God, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. We are God's workmanship. There's another verse that says, we are God's masterpiece. Kuru, you are a master. What's it about masterpiece? Kuru, masterpiece is a star. Masterpiece is brilliant. Masterpiece is beautiful. Masterpiece is outstanding. That is a masterpiece. That's who you are. You are God's masterpiece. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are God's masterpiece. So God has already made his intentions clear. He wants us to succeed and he has already made a provision. So therefore, a question becomes, if God has made us to succeed, why is some of us not succeeding? It's heart hitting. Why? Why is God's children, some of God's children, not succeeding? Says that we think that success is only for the chosen. We think that success is only for the select. We think that success is only for those who are special. But it reminds me of God's standard. God says that I have called those who are weak. 
I've, I've called that which is called foolish. That I may use it to shame the world. So therefore, if you are weak, if you are foolish, God says, you know what? You will succeed because I am, I've made a provision for you. How many of us have done foolish things? Can, can you raise your hands? There's, how many of us? Hey, I see there's some, there's some perfect people there. Eh? Yeah? How many of us have felt weak at some point in our lives? Yeah. All of us, Bazalan. So all of us qualify for the success. All we need to do is to do that which is right. Why are we having a cane? Why are we having the cane and, and, and able situation? That is the question. Why is it that some of God's children are succeeding while some are not? See, the answer is in our main text. Our main text says, if you do that which is right. If you do that which is right. And Mazalande, it's heavy, but when we think, when we reflect, sometimes we realize what kefambuts. You know, if, be to, if truth be told, kefambuts. Yeah, I can go hide, I can go explain. That's the problem of why. Why causes you to explain? Yeah. An explanation causes you to want to justify. Yeah. You want to spin it around. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to say that, look, you know what? They've messed up their chances. That's why they lost. Are you with me, Bazalan? So, one thing that he says, if you do what is right, if you do what is right. So therefore note, he is not saying if you explain what is right. He is not saying if you think what is right. He is not saying if you uh, figure out what is right. He is not saying if you think what is right. He is saying if you do what is right. Are you with me, Bazalan? So therefore there has to be some doing. There has to be some doing. All right? There has to be, tell your neighbor, neighbor, there has to be some doing. You have to do something. Why, Bazalani? Because, note this, Joshua chapter 1, verses uh, 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, note, but you shall meditate in a day and night. I love this. Note this, that you, you may observe to do. After you have confessed the word, after you have thought the word, after you have hidden the word of God in your heart, you must do the word. Faith without action is dead. Now you can pray, Bazalani. God will answer your prayer. But if you don't take action, if you don't take action, you have been thinking about it, thinking about becoming a Christian, thinking about surrendering your life, for as long as you don't take a step of faith and receive Christ as Lord and Savior, there's nothing that we can do. Jesus Christ has died on the cross for you. He has bled for you. He has made a provision. But if you don't appropriate the provision, it has to have a step of faith. Grace has been provided, Bazalwan. Grace has been provided. It is there. All we need to do is to take. 
For as long as we don't take, we're left behind. Note, uh, Psalms 1, verse 1 to 3. Blessed is the man who walks not. You know, it's not saying, blessed is the man who's a, who, who, who can maneuver, who can explain himself. Who walk not. Don't walk. It says, don't walk, basically. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. It says that. Don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. If the ungodly gives you an advice, don't take it. If they come and say, look, umpunga. Don't. Don't. Why? Because you will be walking in the council. When the advice comes and say, divorce this man, get rid of him. Don't. Why? Because you will be walking. Hallelujah. It says, uh, uh, the council of the, no stand in the path. These are actions, Bazalwan. You understand? These are actions. These are not thinking. These are actions. When it says, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. If it says, don't stand. Don't. Rather move away. Yeah, but all bits are pari. Ne, mar arbone pari after 15 years. But all bits are pari. Mar arbone pari after 20 years. Some of us, that's how we survived. After 20 years, after 30 years of becoming a Christian, flatness. They are no more. They are no more. When you go, for the things that they did, no seat in the seat of the scornful. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the, in the, nor sit in the seats of the scornful. Those are actions, Bazalan, that we need to take. We need to take an action of not walking in the council. Who is the most influential person in your life? Third John 2. Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So if you act, Bazalwan, on the things that God says you should act, you will prosper. You will be in good health. Even being in good health requires you to take action. Action to eat properly, action to exercise. Then you will, your soul will be well. Many times, some of our depression comes from the fact that there is an inaction in our lives. I'm not saying all of it, some of it, part of it. When, you look, when, when, they, look, when they look at you and, and there's an assessment about your health and the state of your soul, your state of your mind, the state of your emotion, they realize that there's a correlation. And they, they give you, simply give you an advice. Take action. You can walk around the block. Your heart rate will go up and down. You are taking action. Hallelujah. Amen. Your success and prosperity will be determined by the things 
you commit to doing. Not committing uh, the things that you commit to say. But it is good, it is powerful. We are a charismatic Pentecostal church. We speak the word. All right? We speak the word. But the word spoken must be acted upon. Are you with me? When we speak the word, when we, we say the word, see the word gives us life. The word changes our thinking. Having changed our thoughts, we must act on it. You know? I was having a discussion with someone. I hope he's not in the service and I hope it on Swarel. You know, if he's in the service. This guy was saying to me that one of the things that he's wrestling with is that year after year, we come to word explosion. We come to word explosion, we get given powerful sermons, powerful teachings. Then we don't act. We don't act. We must act, Bazalwan. The work that uh, Bishop and Bishop and the council is doing is so powerful. You know, I was telling Bishop that the first time I learned about the leadership uh, principle of the birds, that the birds, when they fly, they fly in a V format, and there's one leading. And as it gets tired, the other one uh, gives the other one a chance to lead, just like that. It's the first principle I learned when we were having a leadership seminar here at church. That was the first time. No, then I was not, I was not exposed to the teachings that, that we have outside, but I learned it here. And that learned, had helped me and taught me that in my leadership, I should always know that I can lead together with other people. As soon as I get tired, I move back, someone takes, uh, takes charge. I, I then go and, re, and re, recharge. Hallelujah. So we need to commit to self, uh, uh, personal development. Self-development, Bazalani, uh, it's something that is powerful. It's something that we need to invest in. We need to invest in our personal leadership. A personal leadership. But I hear you say, Murutimara, I'm not a leader. No, I beg to Tifa, you are a leader. There is a various levels of leadership. There is various uh, types of leadership. You see, if you go and attend Leadership 101, when they will teach you the types of leaderships. There is, there is what is called self-leadership. You are a leader of yourself. And they will tell you uh, leadership, uh, 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 the theory is that the most difficult thing to do in leadership is to lead yourself. Secondly, that you lead uh, 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 sideways. You lead sideways. You lead your colleagues. You lead them. And also, you lead upwards. That you lead towards how how towards your boss. You know, how you go through, you leap upwards and help your husband to lead. That is what is called upward leadership. That is what is called a, a, a leadership of others, leading down. Then what the question becomes, are you not doing any of those? You are. Either you are leading a family, or you are leading an organization, or you are leading a cooperative, or you are leading a community, or you are leading even your neighbor. Whatever sometimes one of those neighbors, following Babata leadership from when? Each time there's trouble, they jump the fence. Now, set appointment. Already, Sebako Kota Babu, Koko Kobaken. 
Mama Pizzo, Homla Botata Gohai. Are you with me, Bazalan? So that is self leadership. And note, Bazalan, the more you develop, the more you become better, the more other people benefit. So, whatever level of growth you are at now, you can do better. You can do better. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can do better. As Bishop was saying last, uh, last week, there's always, either you are better than someone or someone is better than you. But there's always a point of growth. You know, during the week, I happened to be in a, in a, in a fellowship with some, uh, some of the people that we are in the same industry. And this guy was saying that he has seen it all. He has traveled. He was a lawyer and ended up being a change practitioner. You know, and, and, and he's in the state where in his life he is a purpose-driven person. Kuri, this man has amassed. Has amassed wealth. Now he gets to a point where he says, look, you know what? It's not about wealth. It's not about material. It's about purpose. Luke chapter 2, verse 52. And Jesus, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature in favor with God and in favor with men. You know, this is one of the troubling verses when I look at it. Jesus Christ was born. The Bible says he rose up. He, he grew. Ne? Just like all of us. Just like all of us, we grow. And note the three things that are set there as, as, as bars, as standards. He says, he grows in wisdom. He grows in stature. He grows in favor. So at one point, reflect on that. Am I growing? Am I growing in my wisdom? Am I growing in my stature? See, some, sometimes stature in LA, deception, we are looking at a person growing physically. Note, Yes, you grow physically in terms of the number of years and the length of your height. You know? But there's a point where your height does not go above anymore. You know? But note, stature says that at the given stage or stage in your life, there are certain things that you should be doing. That you should be doing. All of a sudden, whatever the, the clock is telling you that child needs to now be walking. And all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, that's what So it is the stage to say, I need to be socializing. I need to be taking go crazy or go kindergarten, whatever that we call it. Even then, there's a stage where they feel, I've, I've grown this crutch. I need to be going to a bigger school. Are you with me, Bazalan? So there has to be that progression. There has to be that progression. The word increase is the word prokopto uh, in Greek, to drive forward. So there has to be driving forward, Bazalan. You cannot drive a car and you go back. It is meant to go forward. That is in, in, uh, to advance, to grow, in time to be well along to increase, to proceed, to profit, to be fast spent. Bazalan, we need to be fast spent. Kuro, when, 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 when you look at how much people, how much life you've touched, 
You can say, look, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm doing the will of God. You are blessed to be a blessing. Not to hoard. If you're hoarding, there's a problem. You need to be able to be dispensed. Mans Monroe, when he puts it, he says that he wants to go to the grave being empty. Having given on. That's what we need to do, Bazalan. We need to increase. Increase in our influence. Increase in our impact. Increase in, 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 in the expansion and doing the will of God. So, assignment. When you are still busy with that assignment. Sometimes assignment is a portion of your mission. Your assignment is not the entire mission. Bishop calls that the vision unfolds. God gives you a vision. When, when, when you start achieving that vision, he then unfolds it. It's the next chapter of your life. Are you with me, Bazalan? So Jesus grew in wisdom. He progressed in wisdom. Note, Bazalan, this is not wisdom of the Buga, which is called knowledge. It is not that you have read so many books, you were now on the encyclopedia, the book of No. It is the word Sophia. Sophia. Now, it does not mean that it is about book learning, it is about technical skills, about some complicated subject. Wisdom in scripture is always practical. Always practical. About how you handle the affairs of life. It is the ability to cope with the situations of life, the ability to handle relationships, lead people and deal with spiritual and moral issues. Deal with, 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 with moral issues. Hooray. No, we don't debate the fact that drugs are not good for you. That's wisdom. You already, you already have concluded that this thing, this thing, yeah, I like it. Someone says, yeah, bolai. No, we don't debate about the fact that brandy will destroy you. Period. Says Wendy. Period. It, it, it has damage. But one, of the, one of the challenges that we have in this society in South Africa, as South Africans, is that we drink too much. And that has destroyed our families. Kura, Hungary. Let's raise our hands and see how many of us come from dysfunctional homes. All of us will raise our hands. All of us will raise our hands. And when you look at it, the impact there. The impact there. You know, when people are asking me, why are you not... Uh, 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 I hated it. Learn about Zamaka, Kinipi, Konipi, I want to talk to you. I want Panic, yes. You should taste. Now, I, I, I didn't find the fear, the, the, fun, the fun in it. Why can't you just don't know That thing is sour. That thing is sour. Are you with me, Mazalan? So, wisdom, then it's application. It is application, Mazalan. There are things, Mazalan, that are not in the Bible. You cannot find drugs in the Bible. Okay? You, can, you cannot find... I don't remember seeing smoking in the Bible. But these are things when, when you have Sophia with you, you are able to can maneuver them. Are you with me, Bazalan? That's what Christ said. Hallelujah. 
Wisdom helps us to make good decisions in life and in ministry. I like it. It says in life and in his ministry. Many times we, we struggle to take that which God has given us and we only want to apply it in the church. It is not only for the church, it is for our lives as a whole. It is for our lives. The teachings that we receive from this house, from this pulpit, when you take them and apply them in our lives, you succeed. Whether it's at work, at home, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your relationship, whether it's your friendship, you succeed. Hallelujah. So that's what Jesus Christ did. He had wisdom, full of it. Full of it. He was, why? Because he was growing around it. Growing around it. The Bible, when it describes him, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's how he knew God. He was close with God. That's why he was full of wisdom. So therefore, get close to the word, and the word will give you wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. Secondly, Jesus Christ says, and, uh, he, he, he grew in stature. Like I said, stature does not only speak about the height of your, 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 your length or, or something like that and the age, but also speaks about the things that you need to do. It speaks about coming into an appropriate stage in your life where you develop as a leader and where you develop others. That, 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 that is the stage. That you only, where now you're not looking only after yourself, but now you are looking after other people. Not only your siblings, but the people in your area. You are able to then uh, get to a point where you discover who you are as a leader. Hallelujah. Thirdly, Luke tells us that Jesus Christ progressed in favor with God and with men. In favor with God and with men. You know, uh, that uh, interpretation with favor with God and man, especially with, with man, you might come and think that Jesus Christ had a smooth relationship with everyone. No, he didn't. We know. The Pharisees were a thorn in Jesus' sight. The Sadducees, the Sadducees, the people who were praising him one minute, the next minute they want to crucify him. But note, he had the grace to deal with those. He had a grace that to lose. There's an incident in the book of John where they wanted to push him out of the cliff. He just slipped. They didn't know where he was. Next to the edge. But all of a sudden they can't find him. That is wisdom. Are you with me, Bazalan? He used this wisdom. But note, Bazalan, he had grace, favor with God. Favor with God. But also the whole favor with, with man, there's a point where God grants you the grace. The unmerited favor. Such that when you come to places, there are people who are able to can help you along even when you have not asked them. Why? Because the favor of God is upon your hand. But you see, that favor comes when you have favor with God. These things, that's why it's in the cross. It's vertical and horizontal. When you look at the Ten Commandments, the four of them deals with God. The six of them have to do with how we relate with one another. God gives you the grace. So you have to grow in your grace. You have to grow in your grace. You have to grow in your, in your giftings. God, the Bible says that we are his workmanship, created for God, uh, for good works. Some good works, 
we have various good works in our lives as based on the spiritual giftings that God has given us. We need to operate. The book of Romans chapter 12 speaks about the kind of grace. Everyone is given different grace. Learn your grace and operate from your grace and grow from your grace. Hallelujah. So Jesus was able to can help others by exercising his leadership gift. He led people. It is very interesting that when you look at the kind of people that Jesus Christ led, even the disciples themselves, 12 as they are, or 70 as they are, they had two, they have different personalities. I like the way Bishop Doug puts it. That says, that says, he says the church is like a zoo. Because there are all different types of animals or people. Not animals in the sense that people are, we are calling you animals. No, no. That we are different in, just like we have buffaloes, we have lions, you have tigers, and that's how, that's, we are different. But here is God who has given us a saint angels in this house, Bishop Mustason, he's able to can maneuver us. What do you think is a problem for this one? It is a solution for that one. The other one comes with a suicidal problem. The other one comes with no banquet is too low. Are you with me? But all of them, they, 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 to them, it's a serious matter. Are you with me, Bazalan? To them, it's a serious matter. So you need to learn to maneuver. So he provided, Jesus Christ provided leadership. Even when he stood before Pilate, Pilate, Pilate he was able to. Uh, to to know when to answer him and not want to answer him. Are you with me, Zalan? So we need to commit ourselves to growing in wisdom and effectiveness, in stature, that is maturing in the gifts and the callings that God has given us, in impact, expanding our vision, effectiveness, and growth. That's what we need to do, Zalan. We need to do. We have asked the question why. Let's ask the question how. How? How to invest and develop your giftings in the last few minutes that I have. One is that surround yourself with great people. Surround yourself with great people. Now, we're not saying that, you know, greatness differs. You look at where you are and you you, want to go and progress to the next stage. Go and seek to associate with the people of the next stage. So that you are progressing. You know, someone, I had someone speaking about it, one of the ministers, he says that, speaking about association, he says association determines assimilation. Yeah. Association determines a, 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 a destination. To you, for you to, uh, to get to the destiny that God has for you, you need to associate with certain people. There are people who will take you to the next stage. God will say, I want you to be the president. For you, you don't just wake up and become the president. You have to maneuver. Whether you are going through a party politics or whether you're going as a single uh, a candidate, but you have, to, you have to have people that will help you, that the campaign, help you to be able to can write speeches for you. You don't just do everything. President Cyril Ramaphosa does not write every uh, speech that you hear him speak. No, there is a team that works with him. There are people who supported him that campaign to win for uh, whatever he had to win to be able to get where we, he, he, he is now. 
Lord, enough for you to get there. You need association. He says that association determines distinction. Kure, I, I will say, show me your friends. I'll show you who you are. Kure, you don't have to explain. All I have to do is to come, and then say, ah, okay, I know. Association determines distinctions. Kure, if you are set apart, Many times you are set apart because of the kind of people that you associate with. So if you associate with the Holy Spirit, he will, you will be distinct. You will be different. I tell you, no matter where you go, you can go or go Sudan. If there are people who know Grace Bible Church, they will be able to say, that one comes from Grace Bible Church. That's association. Hallelujah. So you, you need to surround yourself. So surround yourself with people. Uh, surround, successful people surround themselves with other successful people. They surround themselves with people who can challenge their thinking, action, behavior, and impact. And Bazalan, we have to be honest. We have to be honest. Sometimes when people challenge us, Arasaba schema. Or Ananolo, Serano, no, no. And, and yet by that time I'm, I'm stretching your thinking. Let's learn to move our, out of our comfort zone. Hallelujah. People shape us, as I said. Association determines distinctions. Invest in reading great books. Invest in reading great No, you can read books, Bazalan. There are books but they are great books. There are those books that can help you. There are those books that will uh, make your mind, uh, uh, give you an exposure that you can go to Italy without having been to Italy through a book. So learning Bazalan is critical. This is what the book of Daniel says about learning. It says, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of years specified by the word of the Lord. This is a situation that God has said that they will be in, in, in bondage for 70 years. If Daniel didn't read the books, he would not have seen that. He would never have seen that. And as a result, they probably would have spent another 70 years uh, behind bars, if I may call it that way. Listen to what Paul says. He says to Timothy, bring the cloak that I left with Cyprus at Trous when you come. And the books. And the books. So the books are important, Bazalan. We need to be able to, to, to study and read. Knowledge will help us to move forward. Hallelujah. The other, the other action that we need to take is uh, we need to relate to our spiritual fathers, mothers, and mentors. That there are those people that will help us walk along. And also, Luruna, we need to avail ourselves. You know, I'm reminded of a Kosa's slogan that says, each one, teach one. That in as much as there are people who have taken care of us, who we look, at, uh, look up as uh, spiritual mothers and fathers and mentors, that we also need to do the same with others. You know, Paul in the book of uh, 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 Timothy, I think 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, he says that the things that you have seen me, that I've taught you, 
teach to others who will turn teach others. But as it goes, that we have to as I said, there has to be someone who provides counsel in your life. And that, that someone has to be a Christian. He has to be a Christian. I got the Bible says, walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. So then in turn it says, walk in the counsel of the godly. So there has to be people who are godly in your life. Whom when, when you are in trouble, when you don't know, there are, there are gray areas in our lives as Christians. You don't know or, or, this thing, or some interpreter, you don't understand. Go to other Christians. Go to other Christians, let them explain to you. Develop the habit of listening uh, continuously to the word and learn the art of hearing. I love that. You listen and you learn the art of hearing. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22, listen, it says, My son, pay attention to what, I, to what I say. Listen closely to my words. This is, this is wisdom speaking. This is Jesus speaking. This is the word of God speaking. It says, attend, pay attention. No, not just read. You know, there's one thing to read the newspaper. There's one thing to study the word. You have to pay attention. And you have, to, you have to listen closely to the words. You know, someone said that every word in the Bible has a meaning. Good when you look at it. That's why Bishop teaches us. He likes going to a Greek, give you a Greek name, or Sophia, then explains to you uh, 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 the meaning of it. Why? Because that word wisdom, we can confuse it. Hope, we can confuse it. Faith, we can confuse it. But if you pay close attention to it, we're able to can, uh, tease it out. He says, do not let them out of your sight. It's very interesting. He says, do not let the word that you listened out of your sight. You have to see it. It speaks of vision. You have to visualize it. It has to be a revelation. Revelation has to come into your life. Keep, it with, keep them with, within your heart. Bazalane, you can only keep that in your heart if you have listened to it, you have paid attention to it, you have received a, a, a revelation. We can say so many things, but as soon as there's an aha moment, if there's an aha moment, you will never forget it. If there's revelation, no, someone can come and say a whole lot of things, but just the one word that brings revelation, you will hang on to that revelation. Hallelujah. Note, having listened to it, paid attention, having listened to it, having kept it in your heart, note what it does. It says, for they are life. Life does not come. The word does not become life only. It has to be listened to it. It has to be paid attention. It has to be hidden in the heart. It says, for they are life to those who find them and their health for a man's whole body. The man's whole body. It is very interesting. The Bible says that when we have the word in us, the word will give us life. The word will make our body whole. Jesus Christ, he says, my words, they are spirit and they are life. They are spirit, they are life. Romans 10, 17 says, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But the faith does not come by hearing any other thing. No. Faith comes when, when we listen and when we listen to the word. When we hear the word. Lotus says, it says, so then faith comes by hearing 
and hearing by the word of God. So, Bazalana, those are the things that we need to do in order to be able to be successful, Bazalana. We need to be able to note that we need to have good association. We need to have mentors in our lives who would help us. We need to be able to pay attention to the word. And lastly, we need to cultivate and build our strengths. Build our strengths. Bazalana, there are certain things that God has given us as strengths in our lives. What other people will call grace, other people will call gifts, other people will call skills, other people will call abilities. God has given every one of us, every, no, no, not the select, everyone, God has given you strengths. Work and build yourself on those strengths. Sometimes in a low bar focused on weaknesses such that we forget about our strengths. We need to build up, cultivate, and build ourselves and lastly, build, uh, uh, biblical, uh, build biblical foundations. Make sure that your foundations in the word is firm, in your Christian work is firm. There is nothing that can move you. There is nothing that can move you. When you have that, I tell you, you will bear fruits and fruits that remain. Hallelujah. I hope you have learned something there, Bazalan. But let's take back. Let's go back. Everyone can succeed. But only if we do that which what God wants us to do. Going back, he says, if you do the right thing. He says, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? With our eyes closed and our head bowed. You are here and you have heard the word. And the word says that everyone can succeed. Everyone can succeed if you do what is right. But you know that you have not done that which is right in as far as having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Having a relationship with Jesus Christ. The Bible says the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. So I want to say to you, today you can reverence God, you can fear the Lord, you can surrender your life. That will become a foundation that you can build your success on and a success that is which, uh, which is good. So if you are here and you want to receive Christ as Lord and Savior, all you need to do is to make this action. Raise your hand and say, Muruti, please pray with me. Pray with me that I may receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So if you are here and said, Muruti, I want to receive Christ. I want to have success that remains. I want to be able to have a good relationship with Jesus. I have been setting this thing aside for too long. Raise your hand. Raise your hand so that we can pray together with you. Don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Raise your hand. Raise your hand because that is the beginning. You are laying a good foundation. A foundation that will help you to be able to live. Thank you for that hand. Any other hand? Any other hand? Thank you for that hand. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. This is a moment of truth. I said you have to do something. This is the something that you need to do. To take a step and say, I receive Jesus Christ as, Lord and my, as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for that hand. Can I ask that for those people who have raised their hand, do this one step. Stand up and stand up and stand up so that we can see you. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. And if you have brought someone and they are afraid to stand Say, I will stand together with them. I will stand together with them. I will stand together with them. Just say, I will stand together with you if you stand up. 
Can I ask all the people that have stood up? I, I, I appreciate the action that you are taking. Take one more action. Just come and meet me in the front so that I can pray together with you. Hallelujah. Let's encourage them. Let's encourage them.